there is some chance that above zero that AI will kill us all. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Thirteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. Great to be with you on this Thursday morning. Greg Pancake Hill produces this program. Eric Bilstead, Vince Vetrano with you until 9 o'clock. We'll keep Debbie on the roads as well. This morning, convicted killer and former fugitive. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Well, actually, he was on the run for two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Escaped convict. Danilo Cavalcante this morning in a maximum security Pennsylvania state prison in Montgomery County. That's that's a good upgrade yeah, for him. They wanted to make sure that the yeah. uh, the hallways were far enough apart, <laughs> the walls are wide enough there apart from each other, so you can't, so they can't crab walk scurry them. up onto the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and run. CNN reports this is actually where he is supposed to serve out his mandatory life sentence for first degree murder. Right about this time, right when this was breaking yesterday, 24 yep. hours ago, mm-hmm. arrested by a team of law enforcement and military fatigues who've been tracking him in the early morning hours Wednesday. The hero of the day, as we're learning more about how all this went down, was the dog. ABC's Andrew Dimbert. Police say Cavalcante tried to get away as officers moved in, crawling under thick underbrush with his loaded rifle. But the Customs and Border Control team released a canine named Yoda to capture him. When 900 years old you reach, look as good you are not. Hmm? All right, so let's stop it right there. <laughs> no, all day Yoda drops. All day. He does not talk. The dog does not speak. <laughs> that was the dog. He was at the news conference. Yeah. <laughs> he stood up there too for a bit. Right. Nor is the dog 900. He's actually a pretty young pup. The four-year-old Belgian Malinois leaving a visible bite mark on Cavalcante's scalp. All right, so that's how they got him. And you remarked yesterday, I think, properly, just astounding that this did not end. Not, not a single gunshot fired. Other than that homeowner right. fired at him. Yes, but in the, right, in the actual takedown here, um, much less anyone being seriously hurt. Yep, was so worried about that, just given how dangerous this guy was. So they cuffed him, took him into the armored vehicle for yeah. transport. But before, as noted on this year's program, and probably by now you have seen the video, the tactical team that brought him in... Got down and took a team photo. Multiple photos. And he was in it. <laughs> That's the part I didn't know when we first saw it. We thought it was just the team photo. Hey, job well done. Let's have it. Right. Everybody get together. Everybody who's on this, but get no, together. Front there in the center was He's him. in it. There is some pushback on that today. Not a ton. Some folks have made some people a little bit squirmish. I did think it was odd. ABC's crime and terrorism analyst, uh, Brad Garrett, I didn't hear him this morning, but he had a little bit of a write-up about what he was going to talk about today. He has said, and this guy's a former FBI analyst, he said that's actually not that uncommon for guys to to pose with the fruits of their hunt. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. First time maybe just Hmm. that we've seen it. How often is a helicopter hovering above during the event? So that's the only reason we know about it is CNN was showing live video of this all unfolding. And then actually, I actually saw one person who took the photo giving a, a cell phone back, giving the phone back to one of the guys in the photo. <laughs> hey, Eric, here's your who's, whose phone do I have here? Is this you, Greg, is this your? I still want to oh. know if Cavalcante was like, hi, like, some, you know. What was his pose? <laughs> Making some silly grin. I think the slight crook in the neck to what the right. Me? Just, <sighs> they got, yep, they got me. Maybe even the hands just slightly raised like, nope. So they, got me. They, they did ask about this, 
During the news conference, this was discussed, uh, and one of the reporters asked the lieutenant colonel, um, George Bivens, about whether or not this was appropriate. Those uh, men and women worked amazingly hard through some very trying circumstances. They're proud of their work. I'm not bothered at all by the fact that they uh, took a photograph with him in custody. I'm not either. I just thought I hadn't seen it before. I, I'm conflicted because it has nothing to do with the guy. I could care less about the guy. I'm so happy they got him, throw him back. He's convicted murder, a terrible person. Let him rot. I've murdered I, his ex-girlfriend yes, yes. in front yeah. of her children. Terrible, so no one cries person. for Cavalcante Absolutely this morning. Absolutely not. Okay. No crying for him at all. But at the same time, <laughs> does it take away a little bit of the professionalism? I don't know, man. They were looking for this dude for two weeks, and and they got him. Just let's take mm. the picture. I I do wonder about him being I, in it. <laughs> I want to see was, the up close shot of him. Is he smiling? Is he just straight face? Is he deadpanning? Uh, like that would be very curious. Can you imagine in that moment, like in his mind. Hey, hang on! Don't get on the truck yet. <laughs> we gotta take a stand snack. right over here. Yeah. Really, we're doing this for now, taking we're a doing one on ones too. This is like when you go and you meet a, a politician at a fundraiser, or everyone stands in front of the little yeah. the flags behind you, and you stand there with the president or the governor or whatever, and you smile and shake his hand and get that picture or shake her hand. In this case, <laughs> did they go one on one? Each officer got to stand with them to oppose. I also like the idea of somebody shouting out when when somebody's got the phone. You know, I'm not. It's it closed the the. Screen closed. Now do is portrait. It this button? Do yeah. portrait mode. Do no, this portrait one, for mode. Instagram. I need it in the turn it the other way. <laughs> it's for my Insty. <laughs> and then you can just post that on Instagram. Like that's just normal. I don't know. Old National Bank talk and text line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank. Get old. Some folks actually chiming in on that. You guys kidding me? In Iraq, we did this all the time. Our proof. Well, now in that, that had intelligence value, though, right? Showed. We want to see the person, well, so, and there may be, you know, things or propaganda that the U.S. would want to put out, or other things that served a military purpose. Taking a picture right? of the suspect who's now in custody is different than posing the team with, photo, right? Like those are two different things. And I, I still am fine with it. I just want to be on the record on that. I have zero problem. But from yes. the two six two, we take pictures with our prized buck deer every season. Okay. Okay. But see, okay, but when we phrase it like that, that's where you let people in who want to criticize it, who are like, hey, this is still a person, terrible have, person they, at that. They continue to text, and they should have wore, had them wear some antlers. <laughs> yeah, hey, do you mind? Oh. Do you mind just putting these on quick? Here, pose with these. Somebody puts them up behind them. <laughs> like they got all different kinds, bunny ears. They're doing all kinds of stuff. See, it's because of the conversation we're having this right now hat? that people are bothered by Can you it? put an eagle's hat on, please, just real quick? In today's political climate, this photo op will not end well. I don't know how much yeah, traction it I, has. It was out there. Question was asked and answered. I don't know if it has traction over days, if guy, anybody gets in trouble. This guy's a piece of dirt. I mean, it'd be maybe it'd be different if there was some actual value in the person they now have in custody. But this guy is a convicted murderer. <laughs> okay, this one. Do the full fugitive monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how that didn't come up already. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven Wait, ground bar. You have to do it. No, I don't want to hear Tommy Lee Jones yeah, do we're it. We're looking for you. Six miles. What I want out of Each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, in-house, outhouse, or doghouse in that area. 
Checkpoints go up at 15 miles. Say it. Dr. Richard Kimball. Wait for it. Go get him. Well done. Nicely done. My ally is the force. And the powerful ally it is. Average foot speed over uneven ground, barring injury, is four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. Now, what I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, henhouse, outhouse, or doghouse in that area. Checkpoints go up at 15 miles. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Go get him. Well done, media. Throw down the gauntlet on me on that. I was intrigued when I got leg irons with no legs in them. <laughs> Who held the keys, sir? Now, there was like a little shoulder head shimmy when he goes, Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> Dr. Kim. Richard Kimball. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See them hands, well Doc. I didn't, kill, I, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Isn't that amazing? You know, I did driving back from, you know, we dropped my daughter off for college in New York. It's 13 hours behind the wheel in the minivan. I popped in, I popped in Fugitive and just listened to it. When you operate the veal, it doesn't come up in the front right, screen. Yeah you, so yeah, you can only hear it. There was no way I could be tempted to like try to drive and watch the movie, but sure. I, it's just enough to listen to it because I know it well enough. There are a number of films that we all have, right, mm-hmm. where you know every scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that was two great hours. Never thought of like a book on tape or anything like that? Eh, this is good. <laughs> I, I respect that. Clearly it works. Actually, oddly enough, driving through Pennsylvania when Cavalcante is running out there as the fugitive. Worlds collided. South Korea's state news agency reporting uh, that our guy, North Korean, Kim, uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, <laughs> invited Russian President Vladimir Putin to visit North Korea. See, I was taught early on, if you're invited to do something, your friend invites you to the ball game or whatever, and their family takes you and you're a kid, well, we need to reciprocate, right? That's an important sure. word, reciprocate. What are we going to do? We should bring him then to the zoo when we go or whatever. So I guess Kim was up there meeting with Vladimir Putin and thought like, hey, I got I to gotta invite him out to our place now. So does Putin pull the old, oh, yeah, we should do that sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally should get together. Yeah. Yeah. Just text me about it later, yeah, though. Let's not come me. up with a date right now. Because you, you've got a lot going. I'm doing this war thing. Like probably when that settles down, we'll get absolutely yeah. we'll get together at your place. Would love to come see your yeah, place. Yeah, but, you know, uh, my guy will get a hold of your guy, and we'll do it that way. We'll do it that way, yeah. <laughs> the Kremlin is now saying that uh, that Putin accepted the invitation. Okay. I think probably just as much, though. No Absolutely, way. we'll get this done. There's no way. Sure. He's not going down there. I is can't he? imagine. what For what purpose? <laughs> he probably had to be bent out of shape enough that he took this meeting in anyway. The only reason he goes down there is in, in, unless he gets blackmailed into it, in which, you know, where leverage is at the hands of Kim Jong-un. And he goes, hey, if you want some of this tech, you want some of these uh, ammunitions, I need a picture with you in Pyongyang. Yeah, that's because that's what he wants. Uh, Washington Post this morning, and we, and we were talking about this yesterday, Kim Jong-un's visit to Russia hints at a grim battlefield math for Putin. Here's what the Post writes. For all the nefarious glamour of Kim Jong-un's visit to Russia, bulletproof trains. Thank <laughs> more, you. More on the train here in a moment. Bulletproof trains, a meeting at a remote spaceport, dinner of duck salad and crab dumplings. Many experts believe the visit shows the reality 
of grim battlefield math. The Russian army is burning through artillery shells in Ukraine at a rate it can't sustain. Whether Vladimir Putin can find a solution to this calculation or not is crucial for the next stage of the war in Ukraine. So that's what this was about for Putin. And he was willing to take some pictures with his guy over there if that's what it took. Sure. In order to get access to that that artillery that apparently the North can produce. What's the North going to get? Missile technology, space technology, other tech that they're not as developed in as is Russia. So that's the exchange. But I have to think Putin wants no more to do with this guy. Absolutely not. Just give me your stuff and then get the hell out of my country. Right. Leave me alone. And send send the weapons. Maybe we'll right. have some coffee. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get that on the calendar. Yep, we'll get later, that done. <laughs> there was a vehicle tour. Now, I desperately wanted, as you recall, for Kim to be the one showing Putin around the train. <laughs> he comes in that giant green train, hey, right? Check this out. So there was a vehicle seats. tour. It didn't work. It didn't play out that way. No, it was Russian President Vladimir Putin, according to Reuters, who invited North Korean leader Kim Jong Un to check out his Russian made limo on Wednesday. This was just before the summit. Reuters writes, seating the spacious back seat to his guest. Hey, go ahead. You can sit in the back. This is really cool. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. That's Putin. Father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love. It is his passion. It is his fault he didn't lock the garage. So that's Kim Jong Un then jumping in the car and tearing it. Kim is said to be uh, an aficionado of fine automobiles. As they strolled to the main complex, engaged in casual conversation, they came to Putin's presidential. Arus limousine parked in the driveway, and the Russian president gestured to the vehicle as Kim stood, seemingly curious. Oh, oh you want have a seat? Go ahead, have yeah, kick the tires. Use a this bit. diaper to wipe it. <laughs> so that's the meeting. But uh, on a serious note, again, if if Kim and North Korea decide to provide armaments to Russia to continue to sustain this bloody war in Ukraine, that's not a good development for the U.S. and for our allies and for NATO and all the folks actively hoping to back Ukraine and wanting this thing to come to an end. 8.33 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Wisconsin's Morning News, Vince Toronto, along with Eric Bilstad. Okay, so I'm going to play something for you, Vince. This is from the NGM Grand Casino Floor in Vegas. What do you notice here? Camera footage, video footage, someone walking along the casino floor. Doesn't sound like a casino. That's true. Because when you walk into a casino, (laughs) there's TikTok going. (laughs) You absolutely hear. (laughs) You didn't hear any of that because MGM Resorts confirming that it has been cybersecurity attacked. There's been an incident, a ransomware incident at MGM Resorts, including the Grand in Vegas. Nothing was working. The, the machine wouldn't take the tickets and it was just chaos. Machines were out. Hotel keys aren't working. Uh, they're having issues with their restaurant reservations still, their booking systems, all of this because of an attack, a hacking attack. So this has just recently happened to Caesars as well. And it ended up where Caesars paid tens of millions of dollars to hackers who broke into their company system because the hackers basically blackmailed them. And we've heard this story before. 
hackers said, hey, look, you give us a ton of money or we're going to release a lot of data and a lot of information on you. The group of the... Uh, oh, and the, also, you can't do any of your stuff either. Like, right, yes, you cannot function, which is what we're seeing with MGM. The name of the hacking group is Scattered Spider, led by George Clooney. Because the house always wins. No, no. <laughs> no, but Scattered Spider obviously is causing some issues and going after the head of the dragon. The group posted, hey, took over a 33, I think $33 billion company. I mean, that's a lot of money. So uh, I'm not going to go for the, the small fish. I'm going to go straight for the head of the dragon. And if we can take out a casino, that's that's a lot of money that's yeah. involved. And they're still trying to get their arms around this. They're still trying to figure out what they're going to do. And what I find interesting is when you think of like Ocean's Eleven, that you're stealing from the from the vault, right, in that case. Here, they're not looking to steal money from the vault. They're looking for the casinos to just give them cash to be in no other position yeah. but to pay them. Yes. And this has happened time and time and again. Now they're going after these big fish, MGM. I mean, you never would have thought you, of all the security and all all yeah. that goes involved with protecting the money. How are they not able to track these payments? Is it just, you know, the blockchain and other technologies now that payments can be made? You know, it's not like it's not like leave the duffel bag full of cash under this park bench <laughs> yeah. and then walk away. And then come alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's they must not essentially be able to. that. It's stuff that's encrypted or whatnot where they're able to pull that off. Um, MGM, though, still confirming that they're having these issues. They've been able to bring some of it back. And this isn't just in Vegas. There are resorts across the area that they're still fighting with as they deal with these spider hackers. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless... When that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I just want to scream, hello, my God, it's been so long, never dreamed you'd read. 847, Wisconsin's Morning News. Awesome show today. Good show. You like it? A lot of meat. A lot of meat. That was one of Susan's favorite sayings when we had a... We had a newscast that was full of stuff, and it was like good stuff, not just a bunch of fluff. The show was very meaty today. Meaty yeah. show. Information. Yeah. Important we had stuff some information. to digest. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? All right. Some artificial intelligence news. So some of the biggest of the biggest AI tech people in the world, a.k.a. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and others... Where'd they find Gates? Because he's not so much in the game anymore. Yeah, doesn't like to be out there. Right. A little embarrassed after his divorce and that's true. Do you think that, that was stuff? A, you think you think Zuck and, and Musk were punking him on that? Hey. <laughs> hey Gates. Yeah. What's going yeah. on with that? <laughs> not sitting on the throne anymore, are you? <laughs> right. Bill. They get to call him Bill now. Right. All new right, gener- so anyway. New generation. <laughs> they sat behind a closed door, a meeting yesterday to discuss what needs to be done with AI regulation. We need to do what has been done for airline safety, car safety, drug safety, medical device safety, AI safety is no different. In fact, potentially even more dangerous. So that is Senator uh, Richard Blumenthal from Connecticut. He was among those who were on hand for this event. So Musk was there. No word on whether or not he and Zuckerberg fought. No, no conversation there. I was trying to find some sound bites on that. If maybe it was even asked, like, hey, so did you, you know... Cold cock marker. Why didn't Zuckerberg? anybody ask him that? He was hey. Musk was talking after. Now right? it's 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 possible. I did not find it. I was looking for it. Obviously, it's not no, the most. If somebody important. asked that. That would be on the top of the feed. <laughs> All right. Fights so anyway, on or not. 
So Musk admits, though, yeah, we, we do need to discuss what's going on. It's important for us to have um, a referee, just as you have a referee in a sports game, uh, or all sports games, and that the games are better for it. Or in a cage match. <laughs> See, it's important to have My takeaway from that bite, too, is the sports games. <laughs> yes, just like you have, in, right. you know, the sports. So there's a couple of things that he said that surprised me a little bit that I was actually a little concerned about. Remember that bite? We've played this sound bite. From uh, him before, so the, the Elon Musk bite where he says this. Well, I did say people were going to die. Okay, that was actually part of an SNL sketch. Correct. Right? Yes. So he says that during an SNL sketch. Well, I did say people were going to die. This is what he says about AI after their closed-door meeting. There is some chance that above zero that AI will kill us all. I think it's low, but it, there's some chance. <laughs> there is a chance above zero that AI what? will kill us all. All you heard that? Yes, <laughs> man. Yeah, there you go. There is some chance that above zero that AI will kill us all. So, if that wasn't enough to jar you <laughs> hearing some of the stuff that Elon said, then there's this. He brings this up. It's a little bit hard to hear, but listen closely. He basically says, Yeah, Senator Schumer, who is leading this AI discussion behind closed doors, asked, like, Okay, show of hands. Who wants to make sure that we're regulated? Here's what he said. Leader Schumer, I uh, did uh, ask everyone to raise their hands uh, in the room to see if they were in favor of uh, AI regulation, and I believe almost everyone did. I believe almost everyone huh? did. What does that mean? <laughs> somebody's got somebody's got an edge on this. The next question right. is who didn't? Right. Who didn't raise their hand? What are you Thank talking everyone, about? You, right? I, maybe I wasn't looking at Zuckerberg at the time. Gates doesn't use his hands anymore, so I don't, I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you mean that maybe everyone's uh, ready to do this? And honestly, like, nothing they decide is not going to help them make a ton of money or is not going to not help them make a ton of money. So, like, whatever they Regulated decide. Regulated or not, yes, right. They're going to make sure they're good. So what does that mean for you and me? Who knows? But the, you did raise the point when we first started talking about this a long time ago. It is not very often that you have CEOs in any industry marching to Washington, begging to be regulated. Well, I did say people were going to die. There is some chance that above zero that AI will kill us all. Wisconsin's Morning News, WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Looks pretty perfect today, I guess if you like mid-70s and sunny. Not bad. Clear and cool tonight. Low temperature will dip down to 45 degrees if you're away from Lake Michigan, so be mindful of that if you leave the windows open tonight. Right now we're at 57 in Milwaukee. Pancake, did you find it was funny that I openly asked Eric if we had a good show today? You gave me a look from back there. No, I nodded in agreement. I thought so, too. If I objected, I have also would have cracked open the mic and been like, well, but I did it. Not this time. Uh, not this time. Yeah. You have to have self-evaluation, right? Sure. Right. You know what you can do, though, if you missed any of the, uh, the program? Tease the podcast. Including if you heard Matt Arnold... Discuss what his son's uh, fantasy football name was. <laughs> that consequently leads the 7 a.m. hour podcast also, Excellent. so you can get it right away. Tell you us do. where we find the uh, – seriously, Greg, where do you find the podcast? So you can Greg? find it anywhere you get your podcasts. If you subscribe to something like Apple Podcasts, you actually get a notification every time I update the podcast page. However, if oh, that's nice. not your thing, you'd rather make it simple, just go to WTMJ.com. WTMJ.com. Exactly. Nicely done. <laughs>
And click on the podcast page. Ours is the first, because it's in chronological order. So Wisconsin's Morning News, the first one you'll see. Or can we still text Vince? Absolutely we can. Text Vince to the old National Bank talking text line. We'll send you right to you. 855-616-1620. You're going to want that Matt Arnold segment. He is fast becoming one of my favorite people that we talk to, like, anyway. If you were not a Brewers fan, just... Having a conversation with him, or at least enjoying his interviews, makes you root for the organization just because he is so sure. genuinely great. He's the Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager and joins us regularly on Thursdays. The other thing I love about Matt is like, it at least appears that this is not the worst part of his day. <laughs> 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 Having to call in and talk to us idiots for five minutes, right? <laughs> That's going to be one you want to check out. Again, that's all available online to you anytime on demand. Or text the word Vince to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. W-